back off. This is FPL, and I am your host, Tore Hugen Bakke, aka Bakkelicious. Welcome to my podcast. My idea is to create short pods around 15 minutes. The first one will be a little different because I'm going to talk about myself, who I am, and how I went from being a total newbie to become number 24 in the world. Well, I'm 38 years old. I'm from Norway, the land of the FPL gods. Hopefully the sound will be okay for you. This is my first podcast and I'm a total newbie. I don't think I've spoken English sober for <laughs> for the last 10 years, so forgive me if my English sucks. Anyway, later pods, there will be more cool sound effects. I started it in 2015 because the lads at work was playing it and I absolutely sucked at it. But uh, a colleague of mine, he, uh, he ended up at number 700 in the world. And uh, then the next season I started to enjoy the game a little bit more. I started to learn the basics, as to have less money on the bench, cut out those defensive midfielders and add some attacking fullbacks and wingers. And of course set the uh, set pieces guys. And then uh, I have to learn how to use, uh, use the chips in a more efficient way. And I still lost my uh, friend at work. <laughs> I wanted to beat this uh, colleague of mine, but uh, how was he doing it? Whatever I did, he, he used some magic skills and beat me by 200 points or something like that. He didn't watch that much football, I guess. And uh, here I was, playing football management all life. I even simulated seasons to, to find players, but it didn't work that well. So I started to listen to a couple of podcasts and see what I was missing. I reading tips on Twitter on how, how, who to get and how to improve. And after a while I felt I was mastering the game and its theory. And I felt I was uh, on the same level as my colleague. But I wanted to beat him. And uh, how should I beat him? Uh, some people are beating him. And who are they, those people? I found out uh, some of their names, uh, the FPL greats, as I call them. I had the chance to uh, to talk to James Egerstorf and FPL General, and also Sean Tobin, which are pretty great managers. And I, my goal was to study their approach to the game first, and then my next goal was to have a similar thinking process as those people, because I need to think like the best to be the best. And I was so lucky I had a chance to talk to them. And they quite had a similar thinking process when it came to transfers. I drilled myself to, to think more like those guys and master the monkey within. Because if you have a bad game week, the monkey within will take four hits and then captain the defender to, to catch up the points. And that's, that's not a good strategy in this game. And uh, that gave me results very quickly. And one tactic I used when I fall back at the start was to not try to catch up the points I lost, but rather try to catch the next wave of players. Try to be ahead of the curve, which is so important in this game. So I came up with an exit strategy and found the players I was thinking could be the next stars in the future 5-10 to 10 game weeks. I nailed it. And uh, at Christmas I was top 10k. However, some bad luck and uh, bad chip strategy left me falling a bit down after Christmas, like uh, triple captain uh, Leroy Sonny and uh, yeah. The end rankings were, yeah, I will get okay, top 50k and top 100k, and of course I lost to my colleague, 
then last uh, summer I, I was thinking I was up there with those players, these uh, legends, and uh, I was thinking, how do I take this to the next level? How do I beat the legends? And uh, I wanted to do it quick because I'm my impatient guy. So I did something that maybe ain't legal in the game. I set up an account for my son, which were uh, two, two years at that time. And I had my usual account to playing safe, using, what should I say, the, the legendary way of playing it. And I played that the entire season. I ended up in top 10k. Then this experimental account in my son's name uh, ended up as number 24 in the world. And how, I will tell you now. I, I wanted to, to do something crazy. Try out some strategy that uh, the herd doesn't do at all. So, I, first of all, I let my child pick the captains, which... Yeah, which sucked because I got like 400 and something uh, captain points and I've seen people out there with uh, nearly 700. So yeah, don't let the child pick your captains. I set up a team which were uh, pretty balanced and uh, that uh, shouldn't need uh, many transfers at all. I also wanted to use as little time on this as possible. So I spent like five minutes a week. And I would uh, had one strategy and one question to myself the, every game week. And that is, can I use a chip now? Will that be fun way to play? And then, first game week, I triple Captain Kane. Got 39 points. Some other game week, I had a really big benching dilemma. So I spent the bench boost. It was the week Lundström scored 21 points. So it was a enormous success it propelled me upwards and finally into the top 100 in december i was uh, number five in the world and then i had to start uh, using a little more time on <laughs> on the team because i oh shit i could win <laughs> and here comes the day which i learned an important lesson not just about the game but as a person i captained obamian uh, i think it was uh, in january they were uh, meeting crystal palace and I was number five, and I wanted to to attack that uh, number one spot. Just to have it for for a week would be enough. I would never forgive myself if I uh, if I didn't do it. So I wanted to attack it, and Aubameyang against Crystal Palace. Hey, it's a hat trick. Everyone knows that, but no one's captain them <laughs> except me. And uh, I did. Uh, I spent the day in Sweden doing some shopping with the wife and, and my my son. Inside the shop, I got a text. Oba. And it was from a friend, and of course I know Aubameyang has scored a goal. And uh, then I picked up my Twitter, and uh, the community were all like, Oh, number five in the world is a genius, he captain Aubameyang, why didn't we all do this? He's gonna be number one! And I was like, so proud. I was the proudest man in, in the whole of Scandinavia, or <laughs> maybe in the world. So I was walking down there with a big, big smile. I was so sure that Aubameyang would score more goals for me and I would fly up and be number one in front of Magnus Carlsen and the entire world. Almost 8 million players. And it was me. And I, that was an extremely high rush. And the pressure of being up there, it's, it's enormous. 
whatever you do, the, the community discusses every move. They dissect your team. And if you have a bad game week, you feel like you're the worst uh, manager on the planet. And on a good week, you, you're being hailed as a god. <laughs> so I was running around in the store, smiling from ear to ear. And uh, five minutes later, Aubameyang got the red card. I just wanted to cry. I felt I need to be alone to, to control myself. Uh, but I was in, in, in a shop in Sweden. My emotions got, got out of hand. I don't know what to do. I tried to, to keep it in and continue chopping and of course there was a big line and of course the kid was screaming because he was hungry and he was tired of walking around all day in a Swedish uh, <laughs> shopping mall. So we got back to the car and it was impossible to get into uh, to the street because there was packed with cars coming from everywhere and there I was sad and angry because I felt like I was the worst uh, FPL manager in the world. I did something people were laughing about, and I fucked up. I really fucked up. I, I think I had some mental breakdown of some sorts. I couldn't handle it. I was pissed off. I was angry. I yelled a lot in the car, and uh, basically I just wanted to <laughs> jump out of my car with a chainsaw and kill everyone. <laughs> I didn't do that, of course, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I yelled a lot in the car, and we had a big argument. And uh, I'm pretty sure my son was afraid of me because I was yelling. And in those five to ten minutes, I don't think I was a pleasant human being to be around. I had to park the car and take a little walk to, to calm down. And at that moment, I was uh, 100% sure that my wife would leave me. And that wasn't the worst, really. The worst thing was seeing my son sitting there all quiet because he's never quiet and... He wasn't afraid of me, but uh, I got the feeling that may maybe he was. And, and, and get a, a two-year-old child that's afraid of his dad because you flipped out because you lost a little game. That, that's that's a life lesson, and uh, that cannot happen again. And I learned a lot of it. And uh, Anyway, it went well. I'm still married. <laughs> and I get uh, hugs every day from, from my little son. Because when you have a bad game week, you you get depressed. You're not a pleasant guy to be around. And when you're up uh, fighting for, for one, it's even worse. You just flip out. It, it, uh, at that moment, uh, FPL was maybe on my mind 24 hours a day. I was even dreaming. I was obsessed. FPL is my big love in life. And I, had, uh, I wanted to continue. I, ca I can't quit because of this. But I, I, I need to find a way to master it, to control it. And uh, self-management is a very, very important thing about uh, being a successful manager. Because you are really the biggest enemy when it comes to FPL. If you can manage yourself, you can be a winner. I got so many people writing to me after a bad week. And, and they all they try to do some idiotic moves. I know why, I've been there, but just sit on those hands if you must, don't do the transfers, uh, log out of the site, uh, take a walk, listen to music, calm down. And then when you are in a good mental state, you can log in and do your transfers. And if you you can't do the, the transfer you wanted because it's priced out, then do something else. There's always a bit of move waiting to happen in a game, so just go for that.
Anyway, what I learned that day helped me climb up as number 24 in the world. Another important tip I would give you is don't get fried with Twitter static. It will make you run around not knowing who to have in your team because everyone is good or everyone is bad. Trust yourself. And if you're not certain, get a friend that plays FPL as serious as you or even more serious to help you. Myself, I got a good FPL manager which I sometimes run my decisions through. That way he can say, yeah, that sounds good. And then I trust myself and my own decision. And that is really important. Or he could also say, uh, you captaining Ramsdale? And then I can use it as a filter to confirm your good decisions and eradicate the idiotic or super brilliant ideas. <laughs> that way the friend can uh, keep you grounded and not make you enter overdrive. So we ruin everything because that's that's so typical how I will normally play the game. I just, oh my god, I got to do this and do this. And if I can move Armstrong here, I can take in... Uh, yeah, someone else, and that's not good. I'm the kind of guy that I'm, could be a little bit lazy, but also I'm super efficient. And if I'm uh, motivated and I love something, I would uh, do everything in my life to make it happen. And I uh, I love FPL, and I wanted to be the best manager I could be. And uh, in that case, I turn every rock to, to find the strategy to, to, to become a few percentage better than the others. So I can beat them and win. And who knows. Maybe I win next season. Or maybe my best position ever was uh, 24. It, it's, it's one of my uh, life skills. Uh, which I'm most proud of. Uh, it's just bad that I <laughs> use it for FPL and not for work. <laughs> which I should. But uh, I would if I was uh, working in football though. So if I was... Uh, Let's say I won the lottery. I would spend every money on buying a football club and uh, run it perfect. Because with all the chairmen and owners in the Premier League, there's so many clubs that's uh, from the championship. They can just go up and become uh, big clubs. Like uh, Brentford are actually doing very good. But uh, yeah, Arsenal has uh, <laughs> poached some of the uh, coaching staff. <laughs> because uh, what's going to happen in football now is that uh, everyone will have more defensive coordinators, uh, tactical coaches, set-pieces coaches, and it's more like uh, in America. And it started. Uh, Liverpool has it. Uh, I think Manchester City has it. Arsenal have it. If I was working in football, I would spend the entire day trying to improve the football club, turning every rock to become the best. There's always gains to be made. Anyway, back to FPL. I have a mere league, so if you want to join, join it. Its code is 94AOX. That's 94AYOX. And you will find the code uh, on Twitter as well. And uh, my handle is uh, Bacalicious. <laughs> so, anyway, next time I will go through my current draft for the season and uh, my thinking process around it and hopefully it will be out uh, sometimes uh, maybe early friday and next time i will also answer some of your questions so feel free to just write them on twitter and uh, i will respond and that's it if you made it this far i upload you and i hope that you come back listening to me on friday so ta-da